0: of any episode or on the website at feedingcuriosity.net and with that thanks for listening and please enjoy the show. Hello everyone welcome back to another episode of Feeding Curiosity. I'm Eric Wenzel your host as always and in today's episode we're joined by Dan Thiel. He was a fellow student of mine uh, at Northern Illinois University. We were both part of the Electronics Engineering Technology Program or EET for the acronym. And almost from day one, Dan has been one of the people who's been interested in podcasting and the things I create and he listened prior to Feeding Curiosity, we had one called BroPod and he listened to all those ones and uh, he's listened to every single episode of Feeding Curiosity to date and uh, it's been really cool to be able to share it and then Having him on is also fun for me because like all of these podcasts, we we all are starting a journey into something new, right? And Dan's story, I think, is even more interesting once I get to fill in the gaps here with this particular podcast. And um, aside from that, is he's a entry-level engineer himself. So going forward, it's showing his story of how he navigates the world and what tools and tactics he has taken away so far in his, I believe, four to six months of being an engineer in the real, real world world at this point. So it was a great podcast. And, you know, as always, there's going to be more than one of these down the road. And uh, I hope you all enjoy this conversation because you can learn a lot from it. And, you know, you never know what you're going to learn in any of these conversations. And I feel like I learned a ton and I'm just really uh, thankful that I get to be the person who shares this with everyone else. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Dan Thiel. Everyone, we're back with another episode of Feeding Curiosity, and I'm joined by Dan Thiel. Hi. Long time coming.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think what, you asked me to be on this probably, probably bro podcast.
0: Yeah, back in the day, yeah, like our I first foray into podcasting. It was like, hey dude, whenever you want to come on.
1: is <laughs> that, that would be like two, two years ago?
0: Almost years two years ago, ago now.
1: Probably. Uh, That's crazy. I know, it's so weird. (laughs) I've kind of been... uh, I wouldn't say... Pushing it off, but busy.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you were finishing up senior design, and you had a uh, new job yeah, and all this stuff. New
1: job, then I moved, and it was oh it was crazy.
0: Yeah, am yeah, Glad to finally be here. That's yeah, awesome. So, I guess where do you want to start? So we could go as far back as you want. Like, do you want to talk about college or before that? Like, how did you get into engineering? Maybe it'd be cool. Cool start. Uh, well, like, actually, or like a bio of who you are first, and then go back.
1: Yeah. So I grew up in Downers Grove. I come from two parents who grew up kind of. I guess having nothing my dad grew up with 10 siblings and my mom grew up on the south side oh wow both worked their way really hard to get to where they are today uh my dad's story is actually probably interesting in the fact that uh, like i said he came from 10 siblings right yeah (laughs) like walk or hitchhike to high school then we went to Loyola Academy, so that's not cheap either. Wow. So then he was able to go there and get money, and then working his way through high school, he was able to get a full ride to Loyola University. So that's how he afforded college. Wow. And then my mom that's so... worked, and worked and paid her way through DePaul, and both are computer science majors.
0: Both of them are both in the computer.
1: Yeah. Wow. That is I, insane. I, I, know I come from a te- technology household, <laughs> and they kind of. I guess that's where my mentality of, like, hard work, I guess. Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, that totally makes sense, because when when I first, like, saw all you guys, so kind of going back to my foray in NIU as a transfer student, yeah, like, I came in, and you guys all knew each other, right? right. I remember the first class <laughs> where I sat at the end of the table, and you guys were like, well, why? It was, like, oh, you know fresh meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why? <Wyatt>. And, uh, <laughs> like, you guys all knew each other, but, like, immediately you kind of stuck out as, like, the... Unofficial leader of the group,
1: you know, like I mean, I and that's it's funny because you you met me as that, but that's not what I was when I when I started, I guess, high school. You can ask anybody that knew me, I was super lazy, really. I didn't, oh no, I did not work hard whatsoever. Um, and then it was actually funny because I went into college and I carried this mentality because uh, I guess it was, I mean, in high school, it's if I, I never struggled to get like I was at yeah. the bare minimum to get what I thought was. I career. was the, I was the same way. Yeah, and you, you like when you go to college, you're like, oh, okay, so high school is pretty easy. I can do like you know, I mean, it's yeah. like oh, I can do engineering. <laughs> and, then, um, and then when I got there, I like my first semester, I did terrible. Really? I and I ended with like a two nine. Wow. Like, okay. Second semester, yeah. well, no, I almost lost my scholarship. So
0: time. mostly C's,
1: basically. Yeah, I. Got a D in the class, you know, is Tech 265. Which, Whoa! Uh, yeah, th- I, that was the oh, that one. That class killed me. That really? Was, everybody seems to get A's. That was the one class that. Wow. So what class was that? Just so people understand it. Um, was manufacturing?
0: Oh, that was yeah. That was the one processes. you retook with me. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. That so one. that was all book learning though. So I could see why that class could just be totally non connection. Like it's totally outside right. electrical background. Yeah, well,
1: yeah. <laughs> that's it. Was completely different than what I guess I've learned. And yeah. So in <laughs> that's what happened is I've met my now fiance that's that second semester as well so I was distracted by you know hanging out right yeah and you're I, spending more time doing other things basically but, and that was just like a culture shock like mm-hmm. I guess that's not the proper word but you know what I mean like, no it I, is I, I I get a D and I was like my whole life I've been getting I guess A's or B's
0: right it, it, without it was,
1: trying you know, without, without trying like and you can ask my parents and they knew that yeah I, I did a bare minimum and as soon as I got this D I was like whoa yeah so then that flipped the switch and that's when you met <laughs> me because that's funny I, yeah and I motivation because uh when I met my girlfriend at the time I kind of knew after like two months I was like oh this is this is gonna be serious so nice I like, so I wanted to work harder oh okay so she was kind of my motivation that's kinda, cool get my stuff together yeah she, and she was always the one there that was like pushing me there like she was like why are you getting low grades on this like because like, she knew like yeah, <laughs> she knew because she, she she's a hard worker herself yeah and I think actually one of the points I was thinking about you asked um was I guess a question that you'd proposed to me before was what like separates you and i think what people haven't talked about yet on this podcast is kind of the people around them right so i think like that is kind of what separates you because i i have this mentality and it's funny because my mom always told me uh, if you hang around like garbage yeah you start to smell like garbage. yeah exactly <laughs> you never like as a kid you're like what mom what are you talking about right like this person's fine or this person's fine but what I started to realize is in high school I had like a variety of different friend groups and obviously some were lazier than others. Right. Yeah. It's just natural, it's high school. And then as college kind of came along, I started realizing in the beginning semester I started to like hang around with some lazier people. Yeah. And then as soon as I kind of got this D, I was like, all right, I gotta stop you know, yeah. going out, I gotta stop hanging out all the time, I gotta start working. Right. And I think my family setting is all hard workers, you can all my siblings <laughs> are the same. And I think what I've done is slowly like, this is all subconsciously, right? Right, yeah. You, you don't, like, realize it, but you slowly start pulling people that have this hard work mentality right. towards
0: you. Well, right? it's the uh, the idea of you're, you're the average of the five people you associate with most, right? right? And right. I, I think that totally makes sense. And I think part of it, too, is a podcast, is you can associate with people via podcasts right. and see them as mentors or at least frameworks to build off of because you put so much
1: of yourself out right. there, it, you it, know? And, and that's, like... It's crazy because, like, I like you do the same exact thing, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. I, you've had multiple of your friends on here. Yeah, I mean, you, all, you hear them. <laughs> every single one of them is either successful or works their butt off yeah. to where they're at.
0: Like, and, sure, they're maybe not book smart in the way you expect them to be or whatever, but, like... Yeah, but
1: they have the mentality that right. oh, I'm going to put my best foot forward. Yeah. And that, I think, is missed, was missed a lot for me before, like I said, I got that D and then kind of like yeah. this realization that, like... Uh, the world doesn't care if you're gonna fail. You yeah, just go out and make it like what no. you want.
0: I mean I, I had a very similar experience, kind of going in. I mean, a little bit different because I worked first, but like going into college, I was like, all of a sudden, it just like a flip and swept, like it was yeah, like a switch flip. flip. Yeah. yeah, and then all of a sudden it was just like, holy cow, you can do this. Like really? you've already worked. Like school isn't nothing. Like really? like well, it, it matters. It wasn't daunting as much as it was, and like the way teachers taught it, it felt like. You know, I could, like, there was just something about it. Like, the teachers I had there were, like, it gave me the okay. Like, you are this. Like, you right. could be this. You know? Like, they saw something in you kind of thing that, like, mattered. And, like, they, yeah. they, they, like, it didn't, like, overtly, like, help you in any way. Like, they didn't make it right. easier for me. But they, like, saw, like, the interest. And they're like, okay, you can do it. Like
1: <laughs> what I think, I think the difference between high school and college is... High school they have so many different students so mm-hmm. really focused, but when we got to our program our program is a smaller one so the teachers kind of focused more in on us right saw that each one of us had some something to give you know something to kind of like build off of it
0: yeah th- i think too is because we were all in the same like it's such a small group i would say like there's what a core group of 12 of us yes. at, the, at the height of it right yes and so we were seeing like the same probably three to four teachers Palestine. In a given day, right? right? Right, And so they get this, they have, They, they could see us and they know who we are, right? hmm And they know how hard certain people are trying or whatever. So they, it's a really yeah. unique v- view of it, right? Because when you think college, you think giant lecture halls, 30, right. 300 right. students, whatever. Like, really, like, you're just another number or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I've definitely had those classes, you know, with, like, the lecture hall Country, stuff. Yeah, stuff like, like that, that don't really matter in the grand scheme of things, kind of. But, like... You know, you get that experience, but like when you then go to your like specific classes and you're dealing with like the same four teachers all the time, you get you get this extra level of like nuance to it, right? That right. is different and it's valuable in some to some degree. But I, I just wish there was more like lab time at right. U. Like, that's the one thing I would – I kind of just
1: and – And I think the reason there isn't is because there obviously – there's so many rooms. Yeah, you know, I know. so many rooms and they're trying to kind of stretch I know. the time that they have.
0: They don't have – they don't
1: – it's just not logistically possible
0: you because there's not – there's no grad students for our particular department. Right. Like, if they had grad students in a lab room, they would probably do it if they could. But right. just not realistic for them to do it. And it, it's, it's unfortunate to say the least because, like – you know, that was one of the cool things, like, I got to bring in, like, from my... Because I work at the lab already, right? right. I'm able to, like, tell you guys, like, hey, this is what it's really, like, in, like, a lab already, yeah. right? Right, right, this is
1: how real life
0: <laughs> you is. You know, and... Because, like, that's such a weird... I mean, not... I, this is probably cool. I wonder, I wonder what your take on it. But, like, going from classroom engineering, right, to right. working engineering is really different. All
1: right. <laughs> yes. And uh, I, I guess geez, it's kind of... When I got to Navistar is when you and that was like before my senior year and when you go into senior year
0: yeah because you did it as an internship right first
1: yeah yeah, i interned my junior year at navistar and then um so when i went back to school and you kind of have this whole summer of engineering what real life Mm -hmm. kind of is you you start to like look at the classes and kind of be like uh (laughs) do we need this or (laughs) why why are we learning such outdated stuff right and i guess that, that that was the difference between. I guess me and some of you guys, I mean, you guys put like this all this work in at your job. And, yeah. Like, I thought that was impressive. And that was like, once again, and the, the people around me like you that are working and going to school made me like, okay, well, I'm only going to school. So why aren't I giving that much extra? Right. Yeah. Why aren't I pushing this much more? <laughs> but you guys already had the experience. And I know uh, D. Martin. Like, yeah, I mean, I think maybe you told me both. You're like that. You're not going to use this. Yeah,
0: they're like, they're, this we definitely thing. had those conversations many
1: times. And like in I, different areas I, too. I guess when you first hear your car again, I mean, I, you don't I, believe I, it. Yeah, like, you're like, I'm paying all this money. They got to be teaching me something, right? Right. And then you go go to the real world, and you're like, uh, no, they were right. You know, yeah. Like, I mean, every every company has their own way of doing something. Yeah. And I think what engineering school is it's kind of like law school almost in the sense of they teach you how to do it. Yeah. That they're not going to teach you the exact way that's going to be done, but they teach you this this thinking.
0: Yeah, that, that's exactly what I that's exactly what I say to everybody now. It's like, as, like I don't care about what type of engineering you do; it's all about what types of problems you're solving, right? Because right. like, I'm assuming you've gotten this before, where you talk to someone who's not an engineering major, and they're like, "Oh my god, you must be smart at math or whatever." Right? And they're right. like you know. immediately they just disconnect because they're like, "Oh, you're an engineering, you're a nerd," right? Right, right. <laughs> And yeah, I'm just I like, know. "Oh, like I'm like you're selling yourself short because." It's not about th- that I'm an engineering student. It's, it's all, the only reason I'm an engineering student is because I'm dealing with a very specific, like, worldview right. in problem solving. And yeah, if you yeah. spend as much time as we've done it, like, looking at these problems, maybe, like, there's some specific circuit stuff that they yeah. wouldn't understand right away. But, like, in general, it's just a problem solving framework, right. you know? No,
1: yeah. <laughs> I, it's funny because, actually, I was explaining to, um, we had somebody that wasn't an engineering background Mm -hmm. that came and I was talking to him and I was like telling him about like engineering and I was like well this theory that I've kind of like like made throughout like my whole schooling and everything is like we're kind of like repairmen yeah a little bit think about it but we use different tools yeah so we have the math as one of our tools we have obviously kind of the background physics and then we also have like this strategy to do it so I mean the difference is we're using more not hands-on it's more Uh, science yeah more science and less Hmm. physical like hammers and yeah so i mean it's it's kind of like because you're right they think of it as like this ultra higher power of
0: right they think oh you're good at doing all these things like i know a lot of engineers who are not really that good at certain things (laughs) and it's just like it's just you know and i think it's part of the person too because, like, right. you can say you're an engineer, but it's, like, different levels of it, right? right. I've met a lot of engineers at this point now where I'm, like, because I work at a lab where I can get, meet a lot of different people mm-hmm. that come in as customers. And there's lay, there's there's levels to these things, right? right? And there's certain people you're, like, okay, this guy really knows what he's doing. And, like, right,
2: right.
0: you know, I, I think, too, like, just when you – I think a lot of people get worried about just looking at school, right, They get so wrapped up in, like, this is what I'm learning, right? And they dive so deep in this is what I'm learning. Mm -hmm. They don't leave any room for themselves to grow outside of school, right? Right. Because when I think about school, right, it's four years of your life, right? So say you go in right after high school. That's four Mm -hmm. years of your life. And then people are like, all right, I'm done. School's over. Learning is over. I've learned everything I need to know. Right? right?
1: No, it's (laughs) it's a good point you bring up because um, we had a new guy come in who's actually newer than I am, because I've been mm-hmm. here, I guess, or at Navistar for five months. Okay. And he asked, well, like, what, what is, like, one thing I can learn or whatever? And I was like, and I literally tell him, and I told, actually, two other uh, intern interviews mm-hmm. that I was talking, or looked at, or it, people that were applying Go- Going to, their, to be interns? Yeah. Well, not even at my company, that they were going to interviews. Oh, okay. Interns. And I said, one of the things that you can stress the importance of is that you can be like a sponge, and like yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. I, I tell everybody that. Like, I like they're asked, "How's your job?" and I was like, "Oh yeah, it's good." Uh, and they were like, "Oh, are you learning a lot?" and I said, "Yeah, I'm literally a sponge. I was I do stuff even if it's not necessarily required." I would. Like, well, <laughs> the, uh, the other days, I was helping a uh, hardware engineer. I, I I don't do that. Yeah. But I was helping him um, fix like one of the problems he had with one of our sensors. That's like, awesome. The injectors <laughs> or whatever, and like that is not part of my job description. Right. But I was like, you know what? I have free time he he was like he asked if I could help him a little bit so I was I was like all right yeah I'll go down and then I just stayed the whole time and I learned why much not more. <laughs> and that's what I was trying to say I was like I mean you can do some of the like the weirdest things, and it might not be under your job description, but you're learning.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, it doesn't
1: hurt you in any and way. It comes back to this key concept that once once you graduate, you're not done, or No, you're never. <laughs> going to learn. And I think my my boss did his little uh, spiel or whatever, and he like was jokingly putting the uh, one of his quotes or at the end of the quote one time was, um, "If you don't learn one day, then it's a failure of a day."
0: Yeah, I, I would. That's a great quote. It,
1: like you know, like he said it as like a joke, but I was like, well, I like completely agree. Like, what do you, like, what have you done today? Right. Then, if you haven't learned anything,
0: yeah, if you're not learning anything new, like then, like that's part of like just our core group of people. I think is like right. me and my friends. Like we always like, have these con- conversations. Like stagnation is death. Right? right? <laughs> you right. know, and, like, and because, like, like, we were talking, like, I had a podcast that's not out with my buddy, or it'll be out by the time this is yeah. aired, but, like, we were talking about how, like, people get complacent in their jobs, right? Like, we are talking about people who get stuck in, like, you know, retail jobs or serving jobs mm-hmm. or whatever, and they wound up hating their job, right? right. It's soul-sucking. And what we I, we were kind of, like, just hypothesizing about it, basically, is, like, um, basically, the... It's the job is lost its flavor for new, right? Like when you first get a job, you're like in it, right? You're like, this is awesome. Like I'm learning so much new stuff. Like every day you go there, you're like, what am I going to do today? Like, right. right. right? But then after you're there for like a year or six months, whatever, the new fades, right? And you're stuck Mm -hmm. in this like routine, right? You get a routine going and you're just like, oh, it's a slog. And you're like, I got to wake up and go to work today, you know? And so like if you can find a, a way to keep the new. And it doesn't have to be in your job, right? Like, if you could go to, like, the gym and be like, hey, I'm going to try a new workout today. Like, I'm going to try a new lift. Or, or hey, I'm going to read a new book or listen to a new podcast. Like, just try to keep, the like, learning something that you're interested in. And it doesn't have to be your job, right? I think a lot of people, too, is they say... Like, how do you, like, are, is it your passion, right? You know, right. you see those people are like, in that one thing, they're like, I want to be X, and that's all right. they ever want to be, and that's fine. But I think a lot of people don't see themselves as a person who can just have this big, o- overall encompassing meaning thing mm-hmm. from, like, their job, right? I think I think the, the 30-year career thing is, is not a way of the past, at least for our generation.
1: Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> I read an article the other day that most most of our generations will be working they'll be rotating jobs every 5
0: years. Yeah, I I read, I read something similar to that too. Is what the
1: average is supposed to be.
0: And I think that's important too because like one of the things I always I've listened to so many podcasts like startup people, like mm-hmm. companies or people who right. started co- um, companies like that and they talk about what it's like to start a company, right? And right. one of those things is is like I'd rather hire someone who's like really motivated to do, To do the job right, to help them because they're like you know a star and whatever thing they need them to do in the company now. Right. But in the forefront, they say, okay, what else are you interested in? Would you like what would you like to do with your life in four years from now? Right. Yeah, and so what they would do is basically he's like, all right, you work for me for four years, but I'm gonna help you get started. You know, because instead of having that one person who's right. slightly motivated for a really long period of time, you get someone who's bought all in, and you help that person succeed in the future.
1: Right. I mean, that's just. That's a good philosophy.
0: It's a huge like win-win for both people because right. you get amazing caliber of work, and you get a person who just gets a jumping off platform because they learn so many more things. Like you're just saying, mm-hmm. you know, how many things does that guy do that has no actual like like noticeable like a- application to what he would be doing in the future? But then will then pay dividends forward because I think it was one of the things I've always like learned along the way is like there's so much you learn and pick up from doing things that you don't realize that are actually gonna help you in the future. Right. Until it's like, oh, wait, I'm actually applying, like, customer service stuff that I learned at Walmart. And you're
1: like, oh, shit. If I remember this one time I was helping my dad with something. Right.
0: <laughs> right, like, yeah. It's so just something that doesn't seem, like, seems so inconsequential. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, I do know how to do something now. Like, it's it's so weird to me. And, like, I used to actually have a conversation with my brother before he started recording about just, like, he's a designer, a, like, a photographer, graphic designer. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about people at Columbia and stuff and how they don't put work in to, like, learning how to do design. Right. Like, they don't sketch, or they don't do things like that. And I'm like, that's so weird to me.
1: No, why wouldn't you...
0: Because it's, like, part of the process, right? I mean, I'm assuming you're, you're like, really process-oriented. Like, uh, yes. Un, like, laying things out, or... Yes.
1: I... <laughs> it's a fault, I think. Really? Yeah.
0: Like, analysis? I... <laughs> yes,
1: I, I think... <laughs> What was it? What would have done just recently? Well, before I got my, my fiance bought me for graduation the TV, and before that, I did extensive research. <laughs>
0: to on what TV you wanted? Yes.
1: <laughs> what the latest features are, what the best deal was, waiting for the proper TV, stuff like that. Yeah. But I, I, I do that with everything. Like yeah. You said, it's kind of like a process that you need to follow. Yeah. And, um, I guess, every, like, this is another like, just little thing. Just every, every day before I go to bed, I lay out the clothes I want. I uh, make sure my coffee. Yeah. Can, like I got the grounds all put yeah. in a little K-cup thing. It's all ready to go. I got my lunch packed because that's like I, I don't want that to screw that's awesome up, screw up my morning. But yeah, just just wrap it no,
0: up No, I think those routines are really important, right? So like one of the ones is that. I don't know if you've listened to his podcast, but Jocko Willink. He's a ex Navy yeah. SEAL commander. He now has a company that's a business management, like development. Like right. he does motivational speaking stuff. Mm-hmm. Like one of his things is he's like, he's, like, he's like, if you want to like succeed in the morning, you know what you do. You lay out your gym clothes in the morning, right? So right. You, it's right there next to your shit, so you can't forget it, right?
1: That's, you know, I, to, I did that.
0: Too. You know, like you do those things. You do little things to like hardwire your routine, mm-hmm. and and in that like, sets you up for the rest of your day.
1: Right. You know? Well, that's the thing, is when, when I do that, I, I can relax and say, okay, well, when I wake up, I'll be ready to go. Like, it's more fluid. So that it's
0: not. Yeah. I mean, it's like a boot sequence, right? If you right. think of, like, a computer or so, any sort of system, like, yeah. like, going back to the engineering analogy, right? Yeah. Like, you, you gotta, th- gotta, sometimes you gotta think about it the same way for your body, right? You're like, mm. you, you shouldn't be, like, waking up first thing and looking at emails. Right. Right? Because that's just putting, putting garbage into the system at first thing to, like just slow down the boot yeah. sequence
1: no, I agree <laughs> and I think the important thing is to like understand that you need like a balance yeah think, to be oh like, absolutely of this routine but you also like you said you need to kind of push your comfort zone yeah for some things and I think I think that's what's lost when you're at a job for say 30 years or right when you, you just kind of it's the same thing yeah and, and one of the things I love about my job actually and the reason I'm super happy is because like I said I learn I learn mm-hmm. so much awesome. every day one of the things I learned is a truck's pretty – it reminds me of a brain. There is so much going on, and you can't begin to wrap yeah. your head around it because uh, one of my bosses has been there for 30 years. And mm-hmm. he's, he's still learning. And I was like – That's awesome. I was like, that, that's one of, the, one of the things that I love. Right. That you're never going
0: well, like, to learn Well, that's the two – like, kind of going back to the school stuff is, like, technology is moving so quickly at this point mm-hmm. that, like – You can go online and you can learn how to do coding. You can go online and learn how to do a lot of the things we've learned Mm -hmm. to almost a better degree because the instructors have to keep up with the technology, right? Right. But there's literally no way they can really keep up with it unless this is their, like, passion, too, right. where, they're, where they have to do all the grading, but that on, like, their summer breaks or whatever, they're, like, learning the new thing to be right. able to that, articulate it yeah. to a classroom. Like, that's insane, right? Like, you have to, like, leverage Internet at this point to be any way caught up
1: with technology. And I think that's why some of our teaching is kind of, it feels outdated. It feels outdated yeah. because things are moving. And I think we talked about in class once uh, how fast, like, how we st- like we're like we at the beginning of, like, how fast technology is moving. Right, when yeah. we were born is when that started. Yeah, I know. Before that, was I was thinking about that. that. It's crazy to me. <laughs> like, and we don't think anything twice of it. No. Like, you're, I mean, you and I have kind of just learned to expect... That there's gonna be another iPhone. Yeah. Sort of
0: like, there'll
1: be a better computer in like Mm -hmm. four years. And you just don't realize how like incredible that is.
0: Yeah, I know. I mean, if you think about it, right? So we had a class when I was at Harper that basically looked at how like the birth of electrical, like electronics was in the early 1900s, you know, with the incandescent yeah. light bulb and stuff like that. Like, this is, like, yeah. post-Telegraph, but, like, right when the streets were getting powered with, like, electric lighting for the first time. That was in, like, 1908, 1910-ish. Yeah. When that was all first being implemented. That is not a long time ago. Like, not really. Not in the no, grand scheme of things. No, no, not in
1: the grand scheme of things. No, that's not long
0: ago. <laughs> like, that's 120 years, roughly, like, of electrical advancement that now has given us the internet, like, Literally before that, we had horses and we had, like, candlelight. Right. Like, <laughs> that's the- just to think of how much the world has changed in a hu- in the last hundred years to me is just crazy. Like, part of that thing is, like, it's crazy that we can have this microphone that's literally digitizing our voice, turning it into electrical signals, and then is showing up on a computer screen, yeah, you suck, know, suck. and then that gets shuttled all over the world, and anybody, like, can listen to it, like, I was looking at, like, demographics of, like, who's clicked on my website, yeah. I've had someone from India, Morocco, Wow. yeah, like, just, like, one person that's here and so there, cool. but, but I'm just, like, holy crap, like, this thing is global, or at least it could be global, like, I mean, the grand, the vast majority of people are from the United States, but, I mean, still, like, that's it's so weird. Right? like
1: Oh, you couldn't even imagine that like 15 years
0: ago. Right. Like to have instantaneous communication to anywhere on the planet, you know, time difference. Like I DMO customers, like we're dealing with customers in like Malaysia or Taiwan or whatever. Like, and we have to wait like 16 hours to to make sure because they're asleep when we're like emailing them at work. Like, it's so weird to like just think about how... Yeah, just just like the fluidity and just how all this technology works, yeah. right? Because like back then, like when you think about the technology advancement, right? Mm-hmm. To to for for those people to understand lighting, they literally thought it was magic, right? Yeah, you're... they literally thought it was magic, right? And that's our joke, right? You let the smoke out, it doesn't work anymore. Well, when we break something in the lab, <laughs> and
1: I I think of like I, I guess I can compare this to my senior design, just image processing. How people oh my still, God. like still don't understand and like how there'd be people where I'd describe because we were for senior design we presented in um, what is that called? It's like the winter it's like science workshop or whatever. We came with a poster it was, it was, it was the in engineering the engineering building, right? No, it was in the Duke Ellington Ballroom. Oh, whoa. Building. We we had to go we had to do that one. Dang. I can't even think of what it was called. It was like it was for artists as Yeah. Well. But we you'd have people that like, I guess. Aren't necessarily engineering. Engineer? Yeah, engineering. Yeah. So they would like look at me and they would read my poster and they, I would try to like begin to explain how you can take images and I'd be able to control a wheelchair with just my eye. Yeah. And it didn't connect. It, that sounded like magic to them. Yeah. It's, it was cause she, literally, I had a lady tell me. She goes. That sounds like magic. And That's the, awesome. It's funny that you just said that. So
0: because. yeah, go ahead and explain your senior design project cuz I thought your project was really cool and I've tried to describe it before in the podcast when I was talking to my buddy Joe, but Yeah, I I, yeah, that. It, it, but, um, I, I want you to describe it cuz it's one of the cooler ones. I thought cuz I I'm really into like robotics and um, basically like combating disability in any way. Like, I just find this to be fascinating, so...
1: So, our project was kind of two projects in one.
0: Yeah, you had a a weird one.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Dr. Azad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And what it was is we had... it, It was all based around helping people with disabilities. So we had two separate things. One of which was the eye-tracking wheelchair, and the other was a RC car that would pick up objects for people in the wheelchair. So I'll start with the one I know less about, I guess, because I didn't work on it. Yeah, you could just give a cursory. So there's this thing called leap motion, and what it does is it reads your hand movements and hand gestures. And what we were able to do is we were able to kind of hook up a Raspberry Pi or Mm -hmm. mini computer to the RC car, and using our hands you were able to control a claw that we attached to the RC car. And the R C car itself.
0: Did you have like a wrist mounted device that yes. tracked the Well yeah.
1: it was it was realistically where we I think we had to do a design was we would mount it on the side of the wheelchair. Yeah. So like you know how they'd have like people that can't roll right would use a joystick. Yeah. So on the other hand they would have control of this R C Oh okay. So, That'd be cool. That's and neat. We, what it would do is oh wait, no, we had a two hand one. While you flipped. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, the left hand would control, say, the movement of the car, and the right hand would control the claw. Ah, uh, okay. and, and it can differentiate, because it literally maps your hand in the software. Oh, that's cool. So like, <laughs> you would raise your right hand, and the claw would immediately, like, activate, or you'd raise Dang. your left hand, and the car would be ready to go forward. Uh, so Teresa, who worked on it, did a great job, and it, pretty much the premise of it was, so if someone's in a wheelchair, and say, like, the remote falls... I mean, I guess you got the manual thing, but what if the remote was, like, way over there? Yeah, like, like if it bounced needed, and rolled or something? Yeah, or they needed something from the bottom shelf. They could use this RC car instead yeah. of using it because it's... Well, if you can't, like, bend over and use the grabber, like, you, you're kind of... You're rough. dead in the water. So <laughs> you, know, you literally only have to move two hands. That's awesome. So it's... And that's what kind of premise was to help someone who has a disability. Then we can go into what more I worked on, and that was the eye-tracking wheelchair. So what it did is, pretty much it just took a picture of your face, it calculated where your eye was, and then based on the change of position, Mm -hmm. so for example, if you looked up, it would move your wheelchair forward. That's so cool. And then, (laughs) so like, I think one of the most important questions that I got when we first started was, so when you're talking to people, your wheelchair is just going to be moving around. Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking. So think. then we went in and we implemented a blink system. So... Had, oh. So if you blink within, uh, with under five seconds twice... That would in- engage the... That would engage the, like, movement. And then if you would hold the blink for, like, ten seconds is what I put it at, I think, that would allow you to move backwards. Oh. Because instead of, like, accidentally looking down to make sure that the cameras or something well, yeah movements enabled, we, we wanted to make sure that you clearly wanted to go backwards. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, because you don't want it to, like, back up down a stairway or something.
1: And, and I guess you know, there's obviously issues wrong with that. Like, 10 seconds, say you're stuck in the middle of traffic, and you have to hold your eyes closed for 10 seconds right. to go
0: backwards. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's still little stuff like that. I mean, that. but it's still proof of concept.
1: Right, and it's a proof of concept, and... Uh, believe it or not, I initially wanted to go into electrical engineering because I like wanted to make a difference. Right. I mean, it, I think a lot it, of people it, do that. The idea that engineering is taking something that doesn't exist or and creating it or taking something that does exist and making it better. Yeah. just overall improve humanity is kind of what drew me to it.
0: Right. Me and you were coming from the same direction, man. <laughs> well,
1: yeah. It was, it, it was as much as I hated how much, like, I guess, Dr. Assad would push me. Right. I... I did benefit a lot.
0: I mean, you need someone like that sometimes.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and I think the problem that we had was he he's a little... His work mentality is more kind of like Wyatt. Mm. If you've listened to Wyatt's podcast, like, he's <laughs> all go all the time. Yeah. He will get it done like when he... Like, he will work through the night to right. get it done. My mentality is more of I'm going to work and push myself, but there's going to be a point where I'm going to say... At this point, right now, I'm gonna be affecting what I do tomorrow. Right. Yeah. So I'm gonna like I'm cutting it off. I I mean, that's where we disconnected because I'd wake up early and I'd work, but he wouldn't get into work till like ten. Right. Yeah. Whatever. So he'd want to work later, and I'd Mm -hmm. be like, I gotta eat, and I gotta like wind down. Right. So
0: like I've been here since six a.m. He doesn't. He's not realizing that you're starting earlier to do these things. And I I agree with that on 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 multiple levels because I, you know, I'm the kind of person who is once I commit to something, I, I do the same thing where it's like I, I commit and then if I have like all these commitments that I'm balancing right and I still want to do stuff. Like, you know, I'd be hanging out with people, whatever, like I'd come home this is a couple of months ago, like I would come home and I'm like, damn, I already like spent all this time out doing things, whatever. But now I'm I'm home, I got a couple hours, like it's like nine, ten o'clock at night. Alright, I got a couple hours before I need to be to bed to go to sleep. So I work at other stuff, but like you know, not realizing this is cutting into tomorrow's productivity, right? Because I go to sleep midnight Right, but then I'm up mm-hmm. at like seven thirty, eight o'clock. I'm really didn't get a lot of sleep, mm-hmm. and that kind of mentality is not good in the sense where you need to be able to back off sometimes. Like to use a workout example is like right. the people who are really regimenting their workouts. Right, they go to the gym, you know, every every day of the week, whatever that mm-hmm. they do. But then they like don't listen to their body. Like, oh, I'm a little sore today. Like things feel off. Right, right, right. you're burning. You're burning the candle at both ends because you got to realize that you have to balance the metrics right you have to realize and back up and like okay if i push myself today is that really going to help me to tomorrow right, right. because you're because like you can study your brains off and like do you do all the productive things you can do mm-hmm. but you have to realize that you have a limit and right. it's better for you to have be well rested because you're going to you have a diminishing returns basically on how effective right. you're being like you can like have this problem and struggle with it all day and not see a way out of it but like you need to give yourself that rest period to be able to come back right. at it with a fresh
1: start, and I, I don't know, maybe this is just egotistical. I guess I would say, But mm-hmm. as an engineer, I mean, we're not we're not athletes, so our our body literally is our mind. Yeah. So, like, when we go to work, it's not just mindless typing. No. You know, we need it. So, the way I view, like, my mental health, I guess would say, or yeah. my rest. Or how like well I'm gonna feel is kind of in the same sense of I want to be the healthiest I can no, be.
0: No, I mean that totally makes sense. <laughs>
1: <'Cause> I, I, <laughs> all the time I feel like an old man because I'm like in bed by like nine thirty, <laughs> but I'm waking up at like five thirty to go to work. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean that totally makes sense because you got what, like a forty minute drive if I'm if I know where.
1: Twenty
0: five. Oh okay. I'm,
1: it's straight expressway.
0: Okay. Yeah, because I know I drive past Navistar on the way to NIU, so mm-hmm. I see their big dish on the front of the campus and stuff like that. So yeah, no, it's, it's, it's,
1: <laughs> it's not, not too bad. It's
0: okay. Bad. Yeah, it's but, not it's not as far as I would have expected. Yeah,
1: it, I'm normally at my desk at like six thirty.
0: Oh, okay, that's so. not bad. But yeah, like for me, it's it's always like it's weird too. Is like I'll go to the gym and like it's like on weekend days when I have to work or whatever, I'll I'll, I'll like leave at noon and then I'll go to the gym and use that as my like lunch break because mm-hmm. like I feel like having that break in the middle of the day to. To be at the gym, it's like a reset button for my brain. Because like you are out, of, cause you get out of, like, we're so, as, like, doing these, like, mental problems a lot of times. Mm-hmm. If you just sit there and you're, like, you know, dealing, like, just thinking about it in your head. Like, how do I fix this? How do I do that? How do I do this? Yeah. It burdens you out in a different way. So then if you get into your body by, like, doing a workout, it's a total, like, it's a really good reset for yourself. Right. Like, and that's why I think I value working out as much as I do. A, like using it as like a system interrupt in some ways
1: right. <laughs> and and i guess that compares to when in uh, college i know everybody would like always be like oh dan after class you're gonna go play video games <laughs> i'll always be like yeah of course <laughs> like that's what i'm gonna do I, I, or i go to the gym and then go play video games. right yeah it's just funny because no one really i mean they understood but it was kind of like well why are you always playing and i was like well that's my way like i literally no i get you, it you, you can ask my fiance. when it, it's the weekend my brain shut off yeah like i'm there's, like, some stupid things that I, like, just don't, comp- I can't comprehend on the week, or weekend that I would comprehend on the week, because, <laughs> like, when it's, when work's over, it's, it's off, like,
0: my That's good. Done. You just flip that switch, you're like, I'm not in work mode anymore. <laughs>
1: the thing about, like, working out, or, like, using, or playing video games is, they're mindless. Right. Like, I, I don't have to, like, it's not hard to think to press a button right. or to run forward.
0: I mean, I think, I think to a certain level, video games are really helpful. Because you're still engaged in a in a mental capacity way, because because right. there's a lot of three dimensional processing with you know hand eye coordination that you're not thinking about and stuff like that, you know I mean the games I play are are pretty like high level strategy kind of things like right. it's MOBAs
1: for those of you interested and, <laughs> and like, but I think that's different than what you're doing at work. So. No, it's just completely different. So things. it's like your brain's like, oh okay, this is new.
0: Yeah, but it, you know it, to me too is like if you're always on work mode, that's a great way to burn out. Like you can't be hundred so percent productive all the time. Like I
1: So fast And I know why I talked about that. That's oh why, yeah. That's why he works out so much.
0: <laughs> like uh
1: Because I think why it's just like not not necessarily the exact opposite, but his way is different than my way.
0: He's a hundred percent committed, you know? Yes. Like he's that guy who's like if you're if you're in work mode, right. he's in work mode, but he'll do work mode for like Ten hours, right? <laughs> he, he still sends me Snapchats like on the daily of his hunting ex- escapades.
1: Oh, and this, it's it's crazy because it's just a difference in personality. I know it is, it's, it's, and he loves that. Yeah. I'd be miserable. If he did what I did, he'd be miserable as well. Right. And it's it's so a different like, level. Yeah, it's just like two different people. That's
0: it's funny. it's fun to hear that stuff though, because I think you can gain both from like both of those mentalities, right? And like whatever works for you, yeah. you gotta find that balance, right? Like right. some people are gonna resonate with Wyatt's viewpoint on it and other people are gonna resonate with your viewpoint on it, right? right. And like I, I think and then finding your own like happy medium and like where that you fall on that spectrum of like Go bo- go mode, I guess yeah. you could call it. Yeah. Like get after it. it. It's it's interesting because like I think a lot of people too is like they they like look at it like organizing your life is a cookie cutter thing, right? Mm-hmm. But there's so many ways of like how do you like organize yourself, right? Like, right. so one person's workout is going to be completely like opposite another. Prisons,
1: workout or diet or whatever like you can just look at this from life in general right that's what i'm going uh, with yeah compared to like just general like life decisions like oh you did you didn't graduate in four years
0: yeah right exactly
1: (laughs) I, i think it's just you gotta Honestly
0: do you Yeah really I mean like for me Like people Like listen to my stories Like I've been in school For six plus years At this point I work full time Since I was 19 well, yeah, yeah. You know like People are going to be like What the fuck Why would you do that Like yeah, I know, exactly. You know And I, I get it And it's not for everybody But it, it to me make, Made the most sense Right I mean right. for me Growing up it's kind of like Similar to your story Where I had to get a car I didn't have a car my parents couldn't buy me a car so I had to make money to buy my first car first before I could even do it and like living here in the northwest suburbs of Illinois or Chicago rather it's like you can't get anywhere without a car and that was before Uber was prevalent too so like getting a taxi is like bloody murder around here
1: (laughs) I think my my parents did actually a great job of like sheltering me Mm -hmm. Um, not in the bad kind of sheltering but like we never necessarily had problems like they gave me a cruddy car, right? But at least it was a car, and it was kind of it, kind of uh, like. Was it the van? Yeah. I've
0: heard about I've heard story about the van.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the, the van shouldn't still be alive, but the van is alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just kind of like one of those things that now that I'm on my own, I start to realize like how much those the, matter. Yeah, like you didn't you didn't realize how much money a car would cost. Right. You, you didn't realize how much money it would be to be in a sport and because I remember Wyatt talking about how he got shoes. Yeah. And, like, I... Growing up, I never thought, like, twice about it. I was like, oh, it's new basketball season, my shoes are ripped, can I go get more shoes? Right, yeah, I'm those things. And sure. And, like, you didn't... I didn't necessarily appreciate that. Yeah. But now, like... Coming out of college, you realize how hard that they worked.
0: Yeah, it's kind of to make it possible for that. Yeah,
1: and yeah. like I said, that's rubbing off. Yeah, you like you may not, like I said, I didn't work hard in high school. Yeah, but like being around them who worked hard, it was in there.
0: Somewhere. Yeah, it, it that that it's like a working class mentality, right? Because right. your parents they they did the the quote unquote American dream. Maybe not the white picket fence part of it, but they they did that. Come to this country or grew up in this country, and they pulled themselves up and put themselves in a position right. that for them to succeed, right? Mm-hmm. And I and I think. They do the best they can to do that for their kids. A lot of people, right? Because, like, because, like, I, you know, my parents have said is like, I don't want you to go through the same struggles that I've went through, right? And, and that's the goal. And to a lot of, to a large degree, they have done that, right? And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sitting in my parents' basement, you know, woohoo, right? Stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're doing well. Recording it, yeah. And they, to me, it's like it's it's amazing how much your parents put into where you know, because like a lot of it is where you live too, mm-hmm. right? Where you live and like, you know. It's like trajectory in some way, but the, there's a really cool quote um, from a podcast on the Tim Ferriss Show with Jamie Foxx. Oh, Fox, oh my God, it's like one of the best podcasts ever. I'll have to send it to you. Yeah, but but uh, so Jamie Foxx, he's a dad now and he's, he's really one of the most normal like, celebrity people I've ever heard in the podcast. And one of his things is like, you know, you're like, as a, as a parent, you have a bow and the kids are an arrow and all you can do is point them in the right direction. It's true, you know, and I, I so really, I really get that, you know, like he had a grandma and like, he was adopted, like he didn't know his parents and stuff like right. that, and like his per his person who's his grandma isn't really his real grandma, but like that's what he called yeah. her, and like, you know, that's what she did. Like you instill these values in people, and you you try, you know, try to push pay it forward in whatever way you can because mm. like you don't want them to have the same thing you do, but at the same time, I think you know, as as people like us. Who had the opportunities to succeed, but still have that very, you know, do it yourself kind of mentality, where we like see how hard you have to work to succeed, right? right. It, it it's it's there's something a part of it that stays, right? Like mm-hmm. part of me, like I don't think about having wealth as like a defining characteristic, right? I like right. Like, like one of my big things is time, you know, like time. being able to mm-hmm. like I don't want to work. Like I don't want to live at my job. I want to like work my job and enjoy okay, my job, and way. and then and then use that time that it gives me, the space that my job gives me, to be able to de- experience the world mm-hmm. in whatever way I decide to and choose. That's it. actually one of those things that's
1: <laughs> grown on me a lot is travel.
0: Yeah, I would never have guessed that. <laughs>
1: Before, well, you're right. When, <laughs> when I was a kid, I, all I wanted was the newest video game, newest yeah, toy, newest whatever. And, I mean, uh, I was super introverted myself. Well, and like, well, <laughs> like you don't think about it, but then you, as you get older, it's one of those things that I think you just have to learn on your own. Yeah, you're like it would be so much cooler to go to like from my honeymoon, we're going to Punta Cana. Oh, that's awesome! I've never left you left the United States.
0: Oh, really? That's yeah, going to be amazing the for you.
1: Ocean. But, yeah. So uh, we're going to Punta Cana. We're yeah. Going on a cruise in the Caribbean. Oh, that's awesome. And, uh, where am I? Still? Bahamas? I the, no, not the. I want to say the Caribbean. Like, St. Lucia. Oh, okay. Yeah, that area. Probably Bahamas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, that's going to be a whole new experience.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's going to be cool. Like, that's what I want to do. Like, I, I've been, like part of the amazing part of like podcasts for me is I do this every goddamn when I always bring it up is like I always talk about podcasts in my podcast <laughs> because it's because they mean so much to me and they've, right. they've shown me the world but it's part of your expression right yeah it is. it is it's like my take on the world because it's like it lets me experience things that I never would have experienced otherwise right And a lot of the ones I listen to are people who've explored the world and, I grew up Mm -hmm. abroad and stuff like that. And I'm like, damn, like, what if I got to, like, meet these cultures and, like, spend a week here or a week there, like, whatever, like or a month here, a month there, like, and then learn a language because I'm there, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. just doing all these things in these other places and then, like, being able to bring it back in some way and being, like, you know, it's like that global citizen idea that some people, Mm -hmm. like, kind of push back against. But I just think, like having a more well-rounded view because the United States is really a sheltered place. Right. Like, we have so many opportunities to us that are like, like, we can legitimately travel from one end of the country to the other end of the country, and no one's gonna say, you can't be here. Right. You know? And and that's crazy. (laughs) You know, it's it's so weird, right? Like, I just traveled, I came back from uh, University of Michigan, and I drove four hours to go up there, like beautiful places. It's it? crazy. Like it was so cool to be at a different campus too, like for me to like the different culture, right? Because that's a huge co- campus and it's like you know Big Ten, whatever. Like, right. yeah, I
1: went down to the zoo to see uh, Bree's sister. Okay, she's, she's a cheerleader down there. Okay, I tell you, they, it's completely different than Northern.
0: Right. I mean, Northern feels very sad to some degree.
1: Yeah. And I think I think living there, though, I loved it. Yeah. I think there's so much. And it's cool just to see other things right. that you're not accustomed to. It.
0: Yeah, I think exactly. Like, that was the one thing I got out of going to Michigan was, like, an atmosphere. There was, like, mm-hmm. a cultural, mm-hmm. like, thing about it that I don't know how to explain it other than it was, like, a curiosity. Mm-hmm. Like, it just felt like there was this, like, level of, like, engagement on the campus that just felt different, and maybe that's just because I don't spend enough time on, on campus.
1: I mean, it could and also be that you commute, and
0: yeah, I think it might be that.
1: Hundred percent on, but I mean, that's just. I guess that's just how it goes. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's part,
0: you know, the double-edged yeah. sword of being who I am with, right. with, you know, my experience with school. But it is what it is, right? But it, right? but it gets me thinking. It's like, damn, like, what if I went to a school like this? Like, who would I have been, right? right. And then, there's that question that's, like, in the back of my mind. Yeah,
1: no, I know. I, I, it's, like, funny because for, like, this path... That I'm like that I've gone through so far. Right, so many things had to go a certain way for me to be where I am. I know <laughs> it's like crazy because I, I was always like, "Oh, well, I could have uh, like if you if I would have tried a little hard in high school, I could have gotten into a better school." Or right. something. But then I was like, "But then I would have never met my best friend. Then I would have never met my fiance."
0: Yeah, right. There's all of, these like, things that like, happen.
1: I would have never gotten this degree. I would have never applied to Navistar. Like it's like yeah. all these things. You're like, "Well, I would be a completely different person." Right. But
0: it's it's really weird, right? to me too is like I've been thinking about like my I guess trajectory for lack of a better term right because you know you think about people right you hear stories about how they've struggled through X Y or Z you know like your parents' story right Right. so like if you compare like if we were to compare our own lives to like your parents' stories like we've had it like one percent as hard as they've had it <laughs> to, to be at you know i'm 25 you're what 22-ish? 22 ish yeah so like so 23. yeah so like when you think about it, it's like damn like what have we really done to like complain about how hard it's been for us
1: no, and, and it's just and that's like one of the things that i'm so grateful for i know it's, it's kind of you're kind of humble i'm really i'm
0: I'm, s- I'm really humbled by it because by
1: how much they've given
0: that and just like Thinking about okay, like we have all these things now, and like now we have the ability to be able to back and pay it forward, right? Like we're old enough now; we're adults. We're we're in the working world, and we can and we can learn things that you know our generations before or after us. Like you know, like pay it like back to them and be like, hey, this is how the world's working. This is where we like we can make it a better place. Because the the thing I always get is like you know all this negativity, either politically or whatever. Like there's just so much of it, and I'm just like stop please like i just choose i just choose not to even like right. engage with it because it just doesn't help <laughs> i
1: think it makes things worse it
0: it does cuz there's just so much like my thing is like there's so much you know like if you're going to like engineer term it signal versus noise
1: right
0: you know like i, I just <laughs> right. see like the internet and all this like negativity tough stuff is just noise whatever and it's like okay let's just cut it all out focus and and focus on something that matters and my like big thing is trying to like get people that like okay, we can like think these big political issues, whatever. But that's generalization. At the at the end of the day, you're <laughs> trying to like do a blanket solution for like huge amount of people in the world, right. or in the country. And so at the end of the day, it's like okay, let's just try to think of like what can one person do to help themselves, right? Right. And uh, so so he, like at that point, it's easy, right? Because I know all you got to do is motivate someone else. Like you give them the tools, you know, lead the horse to water, and then hopefully they take it or leave it. And that's right. what I do, is like is just try to cut the signal versus noise and just be like, Here's some here's some things that help me and people I know that are like getting after it. Mm-hmm. And let's see if it works. You know, let's experiment. And like, yeah. you know, and then how that works for you, tell it to your friend. And then right. it, it yeah. just continues to spread the seed, so to speak. And is I just, that's what I, that's the way I view it.
1: <laughs> no, I, I guess I'm similar in the sense because I, I make it my goal, I guess, every day to like try to do at least one thing positive. Mm-hmm. I mean, Necessarily don't always do that. But <laughs> yeah. That's the goal. And you're there. You're like, I'll be uh, like, uh, the other day I was like, uh, I do prayer. is my kind
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: meditation I guess yeah you would call it but so after my prayer i was kind of like you know what i'm feeling like i should do one good thing to like pay it for it i guess yeah that's the best. and that's what, yeah. all the point you're talking about yeah it really is you want to leave the world in a little bit better place yeah than when you left it
0: like if if i could help one person you know if i mm-hmm. if something i wrote or a podcast that someone hears or whatever helps one person at the end of the day then it was all worth it Right. You know, because because like the the whole thing is like you know my article that I told you about meditation is like the the whole reason I wrote it is because I was looking at it from a perspective of someone like myself prior to doing it, mm-hmm. where I was like against it. I was like I don't understand it. Like I get the I get like this is supposed to be helpful for you, but it's too. I can't figure it out because engineering mindset or whatever like right. I'm too physical like I, I don't know how this like your, your feelings those are weird <laughs> I don't like feelings <laughs> like whatever reason and I, I just like okay like so how can I like write this thing in a way that I can articulate it so that someone like me or who thought like me who's not giving it a chance they should can make it mm-hmm. Like to to just put like just kind of break the the border a little bit and be like okay maybe I should give it a chance kind of thing
1: right (laughs) and I uh, it's funny because the uh, only reason I ended up actually getting that internship is because I went to the job fair right yeah. And I walk in, and if any of you have ever been to an engineering job fair or even a job fair alone, it's really, really intimidating.
0: Yeah, because you got <laughs> all these all guys in suits.
1: <laughs> we well, you have everybody in suits, and everybody's trying to talk to everybody, and all these people are hearing all these different names. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're just like, well, almost in the sense of.
0: It's like, how are they, they going to remember me kind yeah, of thing?
1: Like, what, what do I matter to these people? Right, yeah. So I walked in and I talked to someone, and she kinda, you could totally tell she blew me off. It's oh. funny because it took this one guy to say one thing for me to apply at Navistar. Just He pulled me aside. He was with her. And he, he kind of told that she, like, because she was literally reading my resume and saw, like, oh, we don't need this. Yeah. So she kind of, like, just did the whole, oh, yeah, I'll shake my head. Uh, I'll listen. Yeah. So then the guy actually, I was like, because I was, like, really flustered after that. I was yeah. Like, I, I don't want to be. Here. It, like, it, it shook just, you. It shook you too much. Yeah. And he, he actually kind of pulled me aside and he goes, I'm going to be honest, it's probably, we don't need your fit. Like, it's nothing against you. Because he could tell I was kind of like, just like, I was done with it. Yeah. And he was like, if you do want my advice. And I said, yeah. And he said, "Um, take the list of jobs that they have at the front in the locations. Yeah. They have a list of what they need. And apparently when I looked at the list, this company actually didn't need me. So that's why she blew me up. Ah, okay. But, yeah. So anyway, um, he told me, take the list and apply online. And I tell everybody that because literally the funniest thing happened. I went home, I looked down the electrical engineering column and look, looked up where they were. Yeah. And the first one on my list to apply for was Navistar. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that just how, its how it went. Yeah. Was, it was like, just, I needed that one guy to tell me that because if he wouldn't have said that, I would have just left. I would, right. Like, looked on, like, Indeed or whatever.
0: Right. Yeah. You would have gone somewhere else yeah. to
1: figure it out. But he was like, and that's, he's like, I tell all the people I talk to, I was like, Go online and apply.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, those people are taking, you know, those are like the, right, it's someone like a DMV, right? They're doing, they go to these fairs probably all the time. That's their job. They're sick of it, right? They're getting resumes. They probably hear the same spiel from these, like, really bad communicators because they're still students. They're nervous. They're like,
1: (laughs) you know, And, and it takes one of those times where, say, like, you're nervous and you walk up and you, like, just are sitting there talking and you say, like, one wrong thing or one thing that hits the person slightly the wrong way. Yeah. They have so many people, they're not going to consider you. Right. So what's the point of risking it? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I know there's probably a ton of people out there that don't necessarily like going to those. Absolutely. I could see it. So my word of advice is to go there, get a list of all the job companies, Mm -hmm. and go to the company's website and apply there. Yeah. That was literally the... Best word of advice, there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. And the other thing too is like when I was at Harper, the the head of the program there, he would always say is like, "Hey, whenever they say like five years experience minimum, what what that means is best case scenario. Right? It's not this is what's required. It's like these things are like what they want. They don't expect that because they know that like." doesn't make any sense for an entry-level position to have five years' experience because why would you be applying for that, right?
1: Exactly. (laughs) That is what... That's, like, someone that... Like, for example, in your case... Yeah. You'd probably be the only person that qualifies for that job. Right. I mean... Everybody else would be, like...
0: And the opportunity that I have to do that
1: is so weird, too. (laughs) Well, yeah. And I, I just think people get, like intimidated by yeah, it yeah intimidated and I just yeah don't think they want to but you should
0: yeah absolutely like I, there's another good quote from a podcast that the guy's name is uh, naval ravikant he's a uh, angel investor for silicon oh, valley okay and so he his his thing is like you know if you were if you were to do the job that you were qualified to do mm-hmm. he's like he's like if i was doing the job i was qualified to do i'd be sw- sweeping floors somewhere <laughs>
2: well,
0: <laughs> you know that's and so true. right like if you think about that's that so like true. like if you don't like step out of your comfort zone And just say, I'm gonna try. Right. You're gonna do it. Like, you gotta just try. Like, you gotta break out and just, like, let it happen. Mm -hmm. Because you're gonna learn. Like, regardless of who you are, like, you really have to. And I hope that's, like, what really comes off of, like, any of these things is, like, learning should never be a thing that you stop doing.
1: Right. Because
0: there's just so much out there. (laughs) It
1: comes back to just being a sponge. Yeah. Seriously. And that's what I've told so many people. I
0: call myself an information sponge. Like
1: well, that's like another like, <laughs> one of those things that I like. Wake up and I'm like, all right, I gotta learn. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta like just keep taking knowledge.
0: Yeah, I mean that's why you know Audible is a sponsor on here because I just believe in being that sponge. Right. Because I I like whenever I'm doing something, if I'm not. Like, listening to a podcast itself, I'm listening to a book. If I'm at the gym, I'm listening to a podcast. Or I'm listening to a book. Or I'm listening to music. Or I'm, like, right. at work. Like, I don't have to deal with customers every day, so I can put on a book. Or I can put on a podcast. Like, I'm always taking in more information mm-hmm. in in some field that m- doesn't even make any sense.
1: And you could you could find information from anyone. Right. Like, there's times where who... Brie is my fiance, which mm-hmm. is special needs preschooler. Mm-hmm. There'll be times where, she, like, she'll have a kid or something, and it, that kid, by doing something, will teach her something. That's awesome. And this kid's in preschool.
0: Yeah, and, like, and she tells you the story, so then yeah. you learn by off chance, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs>
1: exactly. But th- that's like the thing. Is like, yeah, there's so many times where, like, even like a kid's happy, even though something bad happened. Yeah. You know, like, why aren't I happy when something bad happens? Right. And you just kind of like you're like, what? What happened? You know? Yeah. And it just kind of makes you.
0: Just think, right? Yeah,
1: Yeah.
0: I know. Like, I never saw myself as a person to be like really into like meeting, like going to new places and having Mm -hmm. new experiences. But like having this podcast and like just being able to embrace like, people, like, other people's right. stories has been, like, one of the most fun, like, eye-opening experiences for me, just being able to be, like, I have this rec- this thing in front of me that's a microphone, right. and I can be like, hey, I do this podcast, and I would love to hear your story. Right. And, like, people get so excited to do that,
1: mm-hmm. you know? I I, I couldn't <laughs> even tell you how many interviews that I learned something from just listening.
0: Yeah! And
1: <laughs> like, you know, I just listen on the car ride to work. Right. You know, like, just turn it on, and you're just kind of like, wow. Yeah. Like, uh, it's just even stuff about, like, Wyatt. So I, right. I've known Wyatt for, what, five years, six yeah, years? Yeah, like, three, well, three years, probably, at least. At least three. Yeah. I like, mean, that, there, that, there's stuff he said that I was like, I didn't even know that. Right, I,
0: that's like, the whole I'm point, getting, too, is, like, like, you don't learn any, like, you don't know everything about a right. person. There's, like, hours of stuff, like, conversations you could have with a person.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just kind of intriguing to see what mm-hmm. like, that mentality comes from, Yeah, where they come from.
0: Yeah, because I think a lot of times too is like you get this you get this half baked notion of who this person is because of how they act around you. Right. You know? And I, and that's part of why I wanted Wyatt to come on, because I thought he was like this you know, you, you got it we got this impression of who he was in school, mm-hmm. right? But that's like, you know, probably one percent of who Wyatt is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so like you when you get this person in front of you and you get to talk to them and have this really long conversation, you know, we're not checking our phones or anything like that. Like, I think that's one of the other special parts about it. Is there's no devices other than like what's needed to record it right. you know there's no distraction and that's that makes it really cool right because you just it's like a time warp you're like you're just yeah. there and you're locked in you're just like you're all right let's do this
1: yeah. <laughs> oh it's crazy it's so much fun and one compliment for Wyatt though because I, I know he's probably listening to
0: this. oh he'll definitely listen to this <laughs> when he's sitting just... in his deer in his deer stand and tree stand and, just...
1: <laughs> and it's it's funny because he, he is and he's the first person to admit this because he's told me multiple times <laughs> he will never be the best engineer like, never. He, he's admitted that to me multiple times. Like he was like, I don't know what I'm doing, getting this degree or whatever. But that man, if I ever started a company, would be the first on my list to call. Oh, hell cause, yeah. Because he's got that personality. Oh, absolutely. He, he's going to give you 120%. And
0: he'll figure it out. If he right. doesn't know how to do it, he's going to make sure he'll step all goddamn night.
1: <laughs> and he could probably sell me a pen. And that's, why just, that's just how he is. That's just, that's just I don't know. He, he's crazy. Oh, that's
0: amazing. It's I mean, it totally makes sense, too. Like, I know him from that, too, and I, it makes sense that you'd say something. About him, like,
1: it's, it's just so funny. Because
0: the work ethic, right? Right. You know, it's it's so cool to like have. It's just it's so cool to meet interesting people.
1: And this all goes back to our degree, right? And this all goes back to EET and having this group of like close friends.
0: Yeah, you, I, I never would have expected to have no, like friends no, to make. No. Like, you know, you always hear those stories of like, yeah, I met these guys in high school, and now like they're my best friends. You yeah. know, forever. Like, I they were like right. stood up at my wedding and whatever. Like, yeah,
1: it's just crazy <laughs> because you're like you go to class. And I guess... It, engineering classes are kind of fit the profile of you go in you kind of just worry about yourself yeah. normally yeah normally and, and then we were able to find like this group of guys that's it's, cool it's the weirdest group of people oh it really is like if, if you put us four people in just like a crowded bar there's no way all four of us no way no way all four of us would like three of us would have sat up
0: <laughs> no, not, 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 right. not on the surface at least right but then oh. once you like actually meet the people like oh yeah. okay I can see that now yeah. right like when you right. actually like listen to people
1: <laughs> but it, that once comes back to the point of with your first impressions of everybody right I mean, you, you don't know like
0: you, you have just, no idea <laughs> you're
1: just like oh okay like, yeah you, you look at Wyatt you look at me and he's country country boy he's country boy <laughs> and I'm not No, nope. uh, I'm the furthest thing from it and you would not expect us two to get along
0: no as way as we do it's it's fun like you know and that's part of like what makes this special too is because it gives us, it like makes it more of an excuse because you know we got we're all getting busy whatever like adult life is happening and it's harder to meet like make time to meet people but having this platform now as an excuse to be like hey dude like what are you guys doing like let's like set something up like let's do this or that or whatever and it makes it more fun then because you're like able to just keep in touch in a different way right and you know and it's cool too is, like my group my group of friends is like we've all majority of us have known each other for the better part of a decade
2: yeah
0: and like when you like listen to it it's like we're all f- really different but we've fr- been friends for so long at this point, like, I can't even tell you how we really met and became friends, yeah. like...
1: <laughs> well, and it's actually, a group of friends, especially, it's, and I don't know, maybe it's just because the, there's a mic and it's recording. Yeah. But when you guys talk, you teach each other something. Right?
0: Oh, no, that's like, that's how, we, we've talked like that all the time.
1: And like, I couldn't, if there could be a count <laughs> of how many times one, you, or what? Joe. Joe. Joe is or, in the room. Um, why am I blanking on the other? Jordan? Guy? Jordan. Yeah. All sat around in, like, the bro pod and, like... At least one of you every five minutes would be like, oh, really? Or like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And it was just crazy.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's just how it started, right? Like, right. you know, the first like nine episodes of podcast were just us, microphone, and talking about ideas and, mm-hmm. or books or whatever. Like just yeah. taking these ideas and just, you know, talking about them, right? And trying to figure something out because why not, right? Like there's no such thing as that you can't talk about a thing, right? We're just trying to have conversations And just maybe add something else that we haven't thought about before. Because there's no point in being like, you can't talk about that because you don't know. Maybe you're right, but... Like, what are we gonna... What are we... Who are we hurting? Like, because at the end of the day, it's like, if we're trying to make something better and we're taking a nuanced view of it and not saying like, oh, throw this out because it's whatever right. reason, like, that's not the point. And the point is just like, hey, let's just try to figure these things out and have like a conversation that where we're, none of us are going to hate each other and call each other bad names by the end of it. Right. <laughs> you know? Because like... I, I, I don't know it's just it's just interesting for me to like have a group of friends that you know started out with all these close friends to have these really deep conversations and now it's like rippling outwards like with more, you more and, and Wyatt and then like other people that I would never expect to meet yeah. and all of a sudden it's like holy crap like this is resonating beyond me. And, like, I just happen to be lucky enough to, to, to put the microphone there, and people are like, all right, let's do this. I'm yeah. like, this is fucking weird.
1: <laughs> I just remember when you first started this, and it was, you sent me, you texted me a SoundCloud link.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we well, like, were on SoundCloud first. I totally forgot about it.
1: That's where it started.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't know anything about it then. And, like, you know, kind of going back to the learning stuff, like, everything you see is, like, this has been exploration of, like, my self-teaching. Right. Because I don't know, I'm not a graphic designer. Right. But I have Photoshop, and I do all this stuff in Adobe. Like, I'm doing all of this stuff that I have really, like, no right to be doing. Because <laughs> I have no, like, technical, actual skill in it. But I'm doing it anyways because, like, I could figure it out.
1: <laughs> and that, I honestly... It's that, so much fun. Like, and it's one of my, like, favorite parts. It's about engineering or just other, I guess other fields probably go through the same Yeah. But it's just, like, learning how to, like, just, like, having this problem. And, like, I guess it's more just specific towards engineering. Yeah. Like, having this problem, and this problem's like no one, like, most people can't figure it out. Right. Like, it's stuck. That's why it's a problem for you. Yeah, exactly. And then when you finally figure it out. Oh, my God. It's relief.
0: That feeling when something freaking works. I've done it before where it's, like, I, like, jump for joy. Like, I'm doing my senior design project, and we just have, like, a simple flow sensor, right? Mm -hmm. And so I was, like, looking. So all this is, like, a proportional, so you input voltage, and then the output is proportional to the flow. Mm -hmm. So it's just, like, a percentage value, basically. And so, like, I'm, like, playing around with it, looking at the voltage, and I'm, like, writing numbers down to make sure it's, like, actually the curve that it's doing, and I'm like, okay, so this is the flow I'll be doing in, like, real life Mm -hmm. for, like, doing the test that we're doing, and so I, like, I, like, all right, so I've got the number, so if I set it to that, like, output flow... Does it actually give me that flow for real? Right, right. And like, I just did it. Like, it shouldn't have been exciting, but I did it anyways. And I'm like, yes, it works. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm badass. I figured it out. Like, is that?
1: <laughs> but like, if you think about it. Think about how much work went into like just picking that sensor? Right. Or probably like just figuring out if this was gonna work. Right. And then finally going through and seeing that, oh yeah, you can measure this, and then having it measure.
0: that. Yeah. Then having it measure that, and now the next part is like making a software measure that and then show it. You know, there's a whole nother like layer to it. But like, just getting that far is like yes like it just feels like that sense of accomplishment and then like you know doing the senior design project it's we've been like making this thing and like slowly building it up and like how like seeing it become real it like gives me this appreciation for products that I never had before Right. because like someone had to go in there and be like oh yeah that button should go there this button go you like like everything you see on anything had to be deliberately put there for a reason yes like it's so weird to think about that right you know because you just don't think about like how much thought goes into the things we use on a daily basis and how complex it gets once like what we're doing is really not that hard like yeah. someone will think it's hard that we did it, it but like it's actually like it, like today like actually think about like how a phone works and all that mm-hmm. stuff it's like holy shit. yeah you know
1: well and it's like electronics especially you twist something the wrong way, or something's out of place a little bit. Right, it doesn't work. Or you power it wrong, or whatever. Like, I, if I could tell you how many times we were in like a circuit class and like you missed the wrong pin and just put
0: it. Oh yeah, I know. And for like, one component, and yeah, it doesn't give it you works. the right
1: output. And you're like, well, why doesn't it work? And then you move one little wire. And the, yeah. you move it back to the correct spot and it works. And you're right. just like <laughs> pain.
0: You're like, come on.
1: Like, but it goes back to what you're saying. How much, and I think that's what the senior design goal is is to show you how much work, yeah, go, the engineering actually is, in yes world. so kind of like, it
0: on yeah just put everything in perspective and it to me too is like a kind of i mean it's it's both a blessing and it's curse it's like the first time you're actually like said okay you've learned all this stuff now you have to actually figure out how to use this stuff right and i think for a lot of students that's super daunting because they've never really used any of it outside of like the strict lab setting where it's like one component two components
1: you have like there's little to no structure oh yeah like there's very little, like, <laughs> like, but, and that's the one thing that I think senior design does perfectly with the real world. Oh yeah. There's little to no structure for what you have to do. It's either you make it work or you figure it out. Yeah. But that's that's literally <laughs> the criteria.
0: That well, your you your say. criteria says, okay, we're gonna try to do X, and now you got to figure out how to do X.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> then you need to get Y on top of yeah. you know how
0: to Do X. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> it's like, oh, you want to do software, but good luck because. None of you guys know how to do software stuff, so you're going to have to learn how to do software for your project.
1: <laughs> I know. It's, it's, it's nuts. It's terrifying. It's fun,
0: though. I mean, I, I love that stuff. Like, to me, it's like when you have, like, what will end up happening for me is like, all right, I got this idea. And then it's like, all right, how do I do, I, how do, I do a set idea? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I start looking it up. And then I like record something or do whatever, and all of a sudden I'm like, okay, it's there, it's real now. But now it needs to go out to the people or whatever. Like, right. and then there's, like, there's so many layers to it. It's like make a thumbnail, make this, make that, make all these things, and then you know, all of a sudden you have this thing. And it's like, I never had a boss say, hey, you have to do this thing, like, right. or hey, like, you need to learn X. Like, it just all of a sudden it's just like this thing that like, was in your head, and you just made it a thing, Right. right? And all yeah. of a sudden you're like. Wait, hold on. Wait, how did <laughs> how did
1: that work?
0: Yeah, like when I think about this podcast, like there are literally hours of my v- recorded voice on the internet. Anyone can hear it. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> yeah, that
1: is
0: crazy. It's really, really weird. Like, yeah. like to think about that, right? How many people do you know that actually like aren't quote unquote famous have like hours of their own recorded voice? Right available to anybody like no, if can't. like if someone wanted to figure out who i was they could do it very quickly because there's a really easy way to find it like
1: that comes back to just the increase in technology
0: i know Oh, just... I, I think, too, like the, the, the advent of communication where, like, before you had to be learned in some way to write, you know, to be a writer or or something like that. Or, like, mm-hmm. even, like, maybe 30 years ago, you had to be, like, a TV personality or talk show personality to, to be – have your ideas put forward right, right. for anyone to be accessed, right? Mm-hmm. But now with this stuff of, like, podcasts coming back – or, and just like owning your own website or just finding a blog place that you can just mm-hmm. post. I think you can get a free website on, on WordPress, even that's just bare bones, whatever. Can. You know, for free, and you could just put your words out there in some way, you right. know, and, and that's so crazy.
1: That's unbelievable.
0: Right? And, I, and I'm not, and I'm intentionally leaving out Facebook and Twitter because those places don't <laughs> add thoughtful conversation usually. Normally, no. <laughs> Normally, not. You're like, you have to find your specific circles because it's too short form. You know? It's very short form. And I think that's part of the issue, is when you start parsing down too much. Like, there's a there's a point where summarization is good.
1: Yeah. And, well, it comes back to the same thing we were talking about, where you get the first impression. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you tweet something, and that could be just, like the title of, <laughs> like pretty much what a whole article would be right and, yeah and how many times is it a title
0: and how it many it times is. do people actually like open that up after right. like they, they'll, they'll read the title of the article and not read the, the actual yeah, like the, the that's link that's right? what a tweet is yeah it's just titles what, I mean I've, I'm definitely guilty of that before I'm like oh dude they found this new science thing retweet because that's fucking cool but <laughs> did I read it no, no. <laughs> like you know I, I just think like I don't know it, I just have this like deep curiosity about so many things mm-hmm. that for me to just say I will be an engineer for the rest of my life like I'll I'll use it as a mindset like a platform of like how I look at the world but it won't be like my title forever no you know and I because I just think that I I even told it to my friend is like I if you would ask me like picking a degree for me was so hard
1: oh you didn't have this one right away
0: no like I I had taken engineering at our high school they had like they project lead the way Yeah, I took that too. Yeah. I took the first one. Second one didn't really interest me as much. Like I did half of it, but it just didn't, I don't know. Like we did circuit design there for the first time, like series parallel and stuff. And I don't know what it was, but the way the teacher described it, it just didn't resonate enough. It was weird.
1: I had the, almost the exact opposite. Really. So I I knew I wanted to pretty much kind of do either medical or engineering when I was in high school.
0: Okay. See, so I did... We did do a report on, like, different types of engineering, Mm -hmm. and I was the only person that was able to do biomedical. Like, anyone could... Like, you had to pick, and there was, like, a lottery, so you could only do... Like, only one person could do one... Type of engineering So I, I was like One of the few people That got biomedical And so I did a whole wow. of, Yeah So I was And everyone was like Damn you suck Like because everyone Wanted to do it And I, and so for me That was like One of my things Like kind of going back To the disability thing Like around that time uh, I just started getting into I, It's actually weird Now that I think about it Because I, I totally Forgot about this But like I was kind of Getting into it And like the My dad He's you know Worked in factories All his life So he's got bad knees And things like that So I was just right. kind of like Thinking about it Through that lens Of like oh hey There's like My dad's only one person, but there's probably a whole bunch of people that have this issue, right? And so I was kind of looking at it that way where I was like, okay, how do I take this and, like, figure things out? And, like, what is biomedical, right? And so I kind of always had this thing in the back of my head. But for some reason, just, like, the basic electronics part of it, it didn't resonate enough for me to be able to kind of understand it in that way so i kind of got a little disenfranchised at that time i was like well let me go try to find something else that i want right. to do and then when i started working it was kind of like okay i wanted like i have all these interests like i thought about doing archaeology paleontology whatever like some science i knew science was going to be my thing right at some degree but it was just kind of like i don't
1: know what so it was
0: always science yeah and then it just kind of turned into this thing is like okay what because I'm like, you know, like you had to specialize in some way, right? But I was like, okay, what can I do that doesn't close any, any doors? All it does is open doors. And then it kind of, yeah, so then it just kind of was like electrical engineering because, like, mechanical kind of specific, but, like, everything has electronics, even mechanical. Right. So I was like, okay, so say I get in a job, I can then move into any other position I want as an electrical engineer of some sort because I'll just have this background as an engineer, wow.
1: basically. So that's, that's how it keeps like your- that came
0: to be yeah it was just kind of just okay what opens as many doors as possible if I ever want to like s- jump around because then I still can get into biomed in some way right, right. and things like that because I just knew that I would always be this person who would be learning things about it right. and just a platform like a, just as a jumping off point point. and then that's just kind of open doors into doing everything else I do because it's just kind of this mm-hmm. back I mean this kind of podcast has been about learning right, right <laughs> in, in general and so it, it's always been this thing of like okay you maybe aren't don't know anything about it but you if you put your like work into it you know like results to me is like the simple equation is always like results equals work you know effort and you know how much effort you put in you know like you could try you you know how hard you want like you learn the material and then you how much effort you you apply to said thing is your results Mm -hmm. and that's literally like how i do everything is (laughs) how much i work out or how much i like focus on my diet or how much i sleep is like how much effort and focus do you put into those different categories to make it an output (laughs) that's
1: awesome yeah it's that was a You had a way different journey than I did. Yeah. Mine, I think, took place in, what did we have, trimesters? Trimesters in high school? I don't remember. I think it was. It might have been. It it happened during one of those class sessions. I think it was semesters.
0: It should have been semesters, because it was usually like first half of the year, second half of the year. Okay, so it
1: was definitely semesters.
0: Trimesters, I think, is like East Coast. Right,
1: right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, mine happened during one half of the semester. Uh, I was in physics. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends was in anatomy. So I started off. Oh, okay. I knew wanted engineering and medical. During my time in physics, I, either my professor wasn't that great or something. I did not do well. Physics like, is hard in high school, too. Because well, <laughs> they have to teach it so fast. Right. But I got to the point where I was like, I mean, that was probably one of the other classes. It was an honors class, so. It was, oh, yeah, like, it's even, even more, but, even more difficult. But there was one section that I excelled in like, beyond belief, and that was circuits. I have no idea. I've never been extremely good at anything except for when we got circus.
0: Yeah. Got it. I did the same thing, though, but I had already been exposed to circus before
1: and that. I, I, I'd never touched it before, and this was junior year of high school. And then I was like, oh, I could still do electrical engineering and go into medical. And I remember mm-hmm. uh, talking to my friends who took of me and how much, because that's book learning. Yeah. And I was like, I, I can't do that.
0: I can't do that either.
1: Well, and look what happened in 265.
0: Right, I, book I, learning. D, there it is.
1: Book learning, D. Yeah. Immediately. And I was, so I was like, I was down to just either electrical engineering or, I mean, I could try biomedical.
0: Just force it, right? right. <laughs> and
1: then I got to NIU <laughs> and um, they said, oh, you're probably better off going electrical. You huh. have to take anatomy. And I was like, ah, yeah, you're right, probably. Yeah. And it was, that, that was funny because I don't know if you remember when I... Uh, graduated, I still to this day remember when I met with the advisor and we had to, and part of the engineering's, admittance day, yeah. make a goal. And the one goal that I had was because I knew I didn't try in high school. I said, oh, I want a better GPA Yeah. than I did in high school. And literally, I kid you not, the counselor laughed at me. Why? Because she said that's usually not possible. She's like, this is a, an extremely hard degree. I Wait, like, really? Yeah. Huh. But, well, and she was like I mean you can do that but she was just like why she was like why is that that specific and, that's, was, and she was like that's, gonna
0: that's be terrible counseling <laughs>
1: well, and I don't even actually I don't even know if it was uh, NIU yeah counselor I, I, oh, just, okay. I just remember uh, going to see a the, counselor a, yeah a counselor yeah and she, she could have like been like she just laughed and I was like well that's my goal and Four years later, I graduated with a 3.8, which is .4.
0: dang,
1: and I graduated high school with a 3.4. So hey, that's pretty damn good. Motivation.
0: <laughs> yeah, huh? I mean, I honestly though that kind of thing if the counselor laughs, I'm like, all right, screw you. <laughs> you know that's my-
1: <laughs> funny because my mom told me when we were on vacation once because I was not a big reader. Yeah, I, I'm still, I, I'm trying to, but it's still hard to find time to read. Right. And we went.
0: To- I do it before bed. I do one chapter a night. At least I have been.
1: It probably helps with sleep.
0: Oh, yeah, you absolutely. Know, you a lot. Get, get rid of get rid of the phone, phone yeah. and you read a real book.
1: And uh, <laughs> we were on vacation, and I was like, oh, I think I'm going to read this book. And it was the Harry Potter book seven, so it's like... Oh, my God,
0: huge. 600 pages?
1: Yeah, easily. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, you are not reading a book. And I know she said it as a joke, but, like, immediately the competitive edge <laughs> in me, like, kicked on. And I was like, I'm finishing the book.
0: Like, I <laughs> <finished it>. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That, that. I mean, that just happened to us, too, is the... Uh, so we we did our midterm presentations for the senior design project, right? And the, the one of the professors I can't remember I won't say his name because it's for legal reasons, <laughs> but uh, he he goes in like you know for you, those of you guys who work, I'm just gonna say this up or up front, your projects aren't gonna they aren't gonna be as good as if you guys who don't work. And I was like, all right. I'm like, screw you. My
1: project will be the best.
0: I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna say it now, but it might be. <laughs> uh, that's getting, funny. Like, you know, I just I hate what people do that. well, it's like just terrible. Like, I mean, granted, I mean, he's meaning it from a sense that like a realistic, I guess. I well, it's realistic, and it's like he's assuming those students don't have engineering jobs ready.
1: Right. Right. Or assuming that they're not going to have any commitment to it.
0: Yeah, like they're assuming that you work full-time or whatever and you just have no time. But they also don't realize that my situation is extremely unique in this scenario. Like, I've said it multiple times, NAU doesn't know what to do with me because I'm this student who has four years of working experience on top of being a student still. So they're like... I don't know what. <laughs> yeah, just they just—they just of, don't know what that means. Like it's really weird, and
1: I—I well, I think they're just in this mindset that you have to be committed. Did is expect to be a student? Period. Right. Like you, student and maybe an internship. And that's what—that's what I'm saying, though. That's impressive that you. Can do that <laughs> because me, I remember the last semester I had. Literally two jobs, yeah, and one of which was doing sound equipment for like the student center. Oh, that's cool. And the majority of the time, I was doing homework because when there's not events, you
0: don't have anything to yeah, do. <laughs> yeah, and
1: then the other one was literally working in the lab. Yeah, so a lab that I needed to do homework. And I kid you not, I think I was just like I like was overwhelmed from just those two jobs. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was probably working maybe a total of like twenty hours. Yeah, work, and that's half. That's part time.
0: Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why it's like to me I need to be like in a pressure cooker if that makes sense like right, right. the more things I have going yeah. on the better I do right because like it's like alright fill up all the free space because I don't have time to just, mm. like twiddle my thumbs and do nothing because right. like I have work I have school I finish that stuff and then like I'm on to like the podcast or something right. it's like it's really weird for me because like your type A yeah it really is like it really is like that and then like you know, on top of that, I'm, like, fitting in how to, like, work out and mm-hmm. stuff like that, too. So I just have this really full thing, and I just balance it somehow. Because I just say, okay, these are the things I have, like, are important to me, mm-hmm. so I'm going to do it. You know, and it's it's weird, though, because like, I really don't spend a lot of time on school.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I don't know why.
1: I, it, I mean, I was...
0: It's part of it, too, is, like, the mental... Cause, and it's part of it, too, is because I've been doing it so long, I think, right. that it just doesn't bother me you know like i you know those people get freaked out about tests or whatever it's like it's just like eh, it's just a test right really? you know it in the grand scheme of things this one test is like 0.1% of my life
1: well it comes back to me <laughs> When I said, when I met you guys and you guys are like, oh, this doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You're going to learn something different. But that comes, the same thing when I was like, I was like, oh, this this is a big test. Like, I got to yeah. put 100% of it. And you're right. Like, in the grand scheme of things, that one test, I don't even remember.
0: Yeah. Like, I try I try not to, like, put much weight on tests, test as much. Like, I have friends who are, like, you know, nurses, right? And so, like, my buddy's taking his NCLEX actually today as we record. Mm-hmm. He's probably taking it right now. And so, like, that's a big test because, like, if he passes that test, then he's a registered nurse. But, like that test matters because it's, like, a trajectory for the rest of your life, kind of. Right. But, like, other tests, it's like, okay, well, you didn't do so great, but, eh, whatever. Like right. You can... It's like, what? You can bounce back, Maybe
1: like... Maybe, like, a 10% of the grade.
0: Yeah, like, you can bounce back or as long as you're still passing, like, you got be or whatever, like... Right. I don't know it's been weird kind of looking back because like I've found like old like stuff that I did back at Harper and stuff right. and I can like see the mentality like how much I cared about about the classes back then because I was just so interested in it it's like Probably formatting more than anything else. Like, there's like a, a feedback loop from the professors to the students and stuff like that. And right. now, now it just feels like a slog in some in some way. we were yeah. just like, oh my god, I'm you know yeah, yeah. It's probably senioritis a little bit too. Oh, we're so close to being done that I'm just like, all right, I've been putting every, you know it's like you've right. been putting grinding gears for so long now. You're you're running on on empty. You just want to get done and you have more things to focus on nowadays. It's it's just been. It's been weird to see that, right? Like, it's part of that mentality shift, right? Where certain things don't matter as much anymore. Mm -hmm. To say, like... I've I've said this multiple times on the podcast. Like, to say, you start something in school and that's going to be your thing for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. I think that's so ridiculous. I think that's kind of
1: crazy to think about. Right? Because that's... How many years do you work? Like, 30? At least 40? Yeah, yeah, at least 30. Right. It's probably closer to
0: 40. Yeah, yeah. well, because... So what? You graduate roughly 21. You're going to work until at least probably 60 65 yeah maybe longer nowadays with medicine (laughs) with medicine improving and stuff your body's not going to deteriorate
1: you're obviously doing different jobs but yeah i don't know i think you're right i think the 30 year career is dead
0: i mean just just to assume that you're going to be like this one thing you spent four to four to ten years roughly if you get a master's such phd going to school for and doing to be like your one major focus for the rest of your life it just seems so ridiculous (laughs) yeah it...
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: because that's such a like <laughs> to spend thing. this like you know a, yeah. a, a quarter or a third of that chunk of time
1: doing... three years deciding your life
0: yeah I, I don't know that's been that was always my thing like why it was so hard to be yeah, picking really
1: up it... about it just right
0: now yeah <laughs> that was always like my why thing like when I thought about doing a degree is like mm-hmm. god like what the hell like I'm just, right. like we're all so much more nuanced than those things like you're wearing a Blackhawk jersey and I see all the time you share about yeah. sports and stuff like that's like a thing you're interested in all the right. time like oh yeah you know of course. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's like we have all these other Interests interest that we don't think of as something that we could pursue in some way if we really wanted to.
1: I think you're right. I think it's the the intimidation of failure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's a huge one.
0: We could have a whole podcast on that one. (laughs) Oh, boy. You know?
1: (laughs) I'm sure uh, Joe's probably got a lot of psychological things that he could experience. oh yeah
0: it, it's funny too when like since he's gone away and like he's doing the, the he, he'll get in psychology mode now if he's like reading books so, <laughs> and like he'll fast, if, that fascinates me the oh my god I well that's like the weird thing too is cause like getting into working out and you know mm-hmm. it starts out you're learning lifts you're learning supplements then all of a sudden you're learning diet and then diet turns into you know big health like everything and then that turns into like psychology and like (laughs) there's like this umbrella of things that have like transcended from just this one category wow that yeah Yeah, it's it's so crazy for me like i'm like i would never have guessed that i'd be this person who could like talk about nutrition or psychology anxiety depression like mental health like Mm -hmm. i just talk about like it's just been like this really strange path because like i took a weightlifting class at niu as like a one yeah. as a one credit hour class. Yeah. Because I was like there, I'm like fuck. I need a class to just make I the 12 did Don't even know if they had that. Yeah, they do. They have like, like they have like yoga and stuff too. Like yeah, yeah I it's like about yoga. it's like one of the KNPE classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I took the weightlifting class and like the guys are like a grad student, you know. Mm-hmm just TA basically ta- oh, yeah, teaching yeah. the class and he'll like teach some stuff and he'll goes he goes in the class. He's Like, so what's your, uh, so what's the like number you guys would calculate for like one rep max or whatever, like as an indicator of overall health. And because I read so much about it, then no- the thing is VO two max. All right. And so I was, I, I knew it. And he was like, he, and he's like, stops. He looks at me and he's like, how the hell do you know that? Are you, a, are you like an exercise physiology major? And I'm like, no, I'm an engineer. And he stops and looks at me even weirder again. And he's like, I'm like, he's like, he didn't say, he didn't know what to say. He's like, he just stopped, pauses, looks at me, he's like, all right then. <laughs> you know, and that, that just right. like proves like those that kind of stuff. Like
1: Stereotype.
0: Right, it's, it is Not a stereotype. You know, and, like, but that's the thing is, like, I I took something that's, like, bro and, like, bro-science whatever, right. and I turned it engineering-related for me. Like, I, I, I got super into, like, biomechanics and, like, all the science behind lifting. Like, why do you do certain things? Like, what are the best angles to do things at? Like, mm-hmm. you know, strict form versus not strict form. Like, right. whatever. Like, I could go all day about things like that and then, like that transition to diet and then like around the same time when i was getting into it i've already told the story before but like my dad got diagnosed with type 2 diabetes right i've
2: mentioned
0: i've mentioned i've mentioned it before for sure but like he got diagnosed with it and then i I got to see, like, what the doctors gave him as a diet thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, hey, this looks exactly like a bodybuilder's diet, except you have to wash the carbs a little bit more. Right, right. You know? And so you're starting to draw these parallels between healthy healthy and managing, like, a symptom of things. And I'm like, wait, that's
1: weird. Right.
0: Because then I'm starting to think, like, oh, wait, why don't we just eat like this all the time Mm -hmm. and then work out a little bit and and you'll never have to worry about it, right? So I'm starting to build this worldview of, like, you know, we're starting to do things the in incorrect way to some degree,
1: right? I, mean, I think it's just slowly getting worse,
0: yeah, in some degree. And then that's why I hope, like, being able to share these things I'm learning is going to help people to be able to, like, hmm, I mean, at the very least, like, stop and think about it, right? Like, right. you just did right now, yeah.
1: <laughs> I couldn't even tell you, I think, what you're you were the first one that brought up caffeine intake, yeah, I think in general, and that just kind of got me started thinking about, like, oh. How much caffeine do I drink?
0: It yeah, exactly. If, if you can stop and be like, huh, wait, maybe I do do that too yeah. much, right? Right. Like, that is that is all I – that'd be so cool. Like, it's so cool of me to, like, hear that because, like, it's something that matters to me because then I'm like, you know, that kind of goes back to the mental health thing, right? Because I think back and I'm like, okay, if, if people are taking these drugs or whatever for actual mental health symptoms, right? but then we're taking a stimulant that literally affects the brain to make you more active.
2: Right.
0: And it's like – legal right you can buy yeah. it out of your, go- your, your, your <laughs> like yeah. Starbucks is a thing right like yeah, yeah. you can go to any gas station and they have like whole walls of just products that have caffeine in it Right? if we're ingesting that every day and it's affecting your brain in any way you're like hmm that really like, <laughs> yeah. like that should make you stop and think and be like what are we doing like we're yeah. conducting a societal level experiment of like pouring neurochemicals on our brain or at least affect them
1: right that's weird Yeah.
0: it's really weird <laughs>
1: But it's just like one of those things that's slowly and slowly kind of changing.
0: yeah it is I think I think people are starting to realize things like like books like the Why We Sleep that I shared with you and stuff like that book has literally changed the way I see the world yeah because <laughs> like it's, I've prioritized sleep so much now. Like before, I was getting maybe six hours of sleep, six and a half hours of sleep on average. Sounds like, well, why? Yeah, you know? <laughs> and and I, I wasn't particularly tired, but then since then, I've been like really prioritizing it, you know, trying to be in a bed by 11, reading at night, mm-hmm. like having this routine of like trying to be focused and pay attention to it, right? Because, like, in the book, they literally call it the best, the number one performance enhancing drug you can do
1: for yourself sleep.
0: Sleep. Like that's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. It is so insane.
1: Like, <laughs> well, and you just genuinely, I think, are happier. when yeah.
0: you Yeah. Well, they talk about like all of the effects, like hormone regulation. Like they talked about how sleep deprived people, what will happen is your body craves higher carbohydrate processed foods, really? and then and utilizes fats and proteins less effectively. Wow. Yeah. So you wind up and then, and Stress then you're makes you fat. Yeah. And, and what your body does is it'll target, it catabolizes yourself. So it attacks the muscles over fat when you're underslept. Really? Yeah. Because you're, because your body's in like a stressed out state where it's like, oh, I yeah. think, so I think I need to be awake or I think I need to be in this like semi, like survival mode. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, all right, we need a like better fuel source. So attack your muscles. And then you are, so you're more likely to gain weight and lose muscle mass at the same time. Wow. Yeah, it's like crazy. crazy. And then there's like all this epigenetic stuff that happens where it like turns on gene triggers and whatever. Like it's really.
1: Look at that. I learned my one thing too. <laughs>
0: you probably learned more than one there,
1: thing today. Like, yeah, probably did. Right.
0: You know, like when I just start thinking about it, I'm just like, holy crap. You know, and then we can go on the other side of it. It was like nutrition, right? Where you look at like what you eat, like like how you, like the enzymes and minerals that we have in our body that affect like gut health. Mm-hmm. As like so, gut health is like one of those things where, you. They call the stomach the second brain. Oh really? Yeah. So because there's so many, so there's like so many receptors and like triggers in there that like when you have certain nutrients, it turns on hormones and helps regulate yourself better. So that's why I have like that supplement, yeah. Athletic Greens. Not a sponsor, by the way. Um, that that like it covers all your bases because if you're having that, it, it winds up giving you that boost and levels your playing field. Just to say, okay, maybe I'm not going to eat that healthy today or whatever, but you have this thing to be able to to be able to just cover your bases. Like, mm-hmm. I use eighty twenty as like one of my rules, the Pareto principle. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, what is the what is the limited uh, limited effective dose limited limited effect? Ah, uh, eh, LDM or Limited effective dose for anything, right? right, right. So, like, what, what can I do to work out that gives me 80% of the benefit in the least amount of time? Right. Or what can I do in my diet that gives me the. Or you can look at it as from a time scale, too. So, like, okay, I'm going to eat healthy 80% of the time and then fuck off 20% of the time. Right. You know? And that's, I mean, this just makes it simple, right? Because you're not counting macros, you're not overcomplicating it. Right.
1: <laughs> well, that's a good theory.
0: I just, you know, it's, and it's an economic term it for, yeah, it's an economic term usually for like quality yeah, processing and stuff like yeah, that. It's like, that from, uh, yeah, from quality. Care. yeah, we actually just talked about it and I'm like, I've been doing Play this, opens. I've been doing this for like at least a year now where it's just like, all right, so I'm going to just take my diet and be like, what is the, the eight, like 80% of the things I can do that is going to make it easy for me. So like a lot of times that means like Chipotle, but no rice, I get beans and fajitas and then veggies and like meat, meat. Like it try to just limit the carbs, our carb intake, or substitute it with the beans because it's slow carb. Oh, beans are slow carb. Yeah, because oh. it has more fiber. Oh. Uh. The, the important part about carbs is, is the fiber, because right. the because what'll happen is the the um what is it called the the fiber is if you look at a graph of like the insulin, right. like how the glucose is released in the body. Mm-hmm. If you have like say a can of coke, your insulin spikes like. Phew! Like glucose spikes way up and then it trickles down quick. So that's why you feel sleepy and groggy and all that stuff. But if you have like a slow carb like beans, it slowly releases that over time. Kind of like a capacitor it's is charging, way better. yeah. <laughs> <It's way better. laughs> to kind of keep our engineering thing going on here, <laughs> so like that's better for your body because it's yeah. able to take the insulin and your or the body is able to imp- introduce insulin to the bloodstream and shuttle that away and clear it out in a more effective way rather than spiking your blood sugar. All right. It's just healthier, basically. And, and then that's yeah. So then I just try to do that when I'm not working out. Like post workout, you can kind of get away from carbs or get away from like having more carbs because you need it for muscle repair. Right. But in general like that's that's the way i look at it is just trying to substitute certain things and just take a more nuanced view yeah it, it's simplifying instead of thinking about yeah instead of thinking about like all oh, so right much about <laughs> <laughs> what you can eat yeah so then instead of like going the route of like all right i need my macros like this yeah. like fats are here carbs yeah. are this fats are this like that's just too mm-hmm. it, it it's fine if that's like the way you want to do it but i just don't think you need to go that route if you're not an athlete like if you're not an athlete it's not necessary because that's the other part. It's like, okay, athletes are whatever. Like, they're this right. is their job to be as healthy as they can be. Right. But, like, as an, as an average person, I'm never going to be an athlete. I know that for a fact. But I... <laughs> <laughs> do CrossFit, bro. <laughs> but, like, I'm never going to be, like, at least, you know, anywhere close to championship status. Right. So what can I do that's going to get me as much benefit as possible while letting me enjoy life. I was
1: going to say, you got to have that enjoyment.
0: Yeah. Because, like, I still want to have a beer here and there because I love craft beer or maybe a glass of wine at dinner, right? Like, (laughs) whatever that is. Or have a burger here and there, you know, go to Kuma's and have a fat burger that's about the size of my face. (laughs) But, yeah.
1: Yeah. I I get that.
0: Yeah. I spend a lot of time thinking about a lot of weird shit. It's
1: good,
0: though. Yeah. It's fun for me. Like, then being able to talk about it makes it even more fun.
1: Yeah, and you, I mean... America obviously not all in America thinks about it
0: yeah no way (laughs) that's
1: why we're having problems
0: now yeah exactly just trying to take a mid road in some way it's a whole new science yeah (laughs) it really is (laughs) just uh, trying to like get through to people because like I think people get so locked in viewpoints right right their their team is here their team is here and I'm holding my hands out to one side or the other for those of you who can't see (laughs) and like you know I I just think if people talk to each other at the end of the day You'd be able to find a mid road way more often, way more often, right? Like just right. to kind of like continue the uh, the the nutrition side of things, right? You got right. those vegans or the the carnivores or whatever, like whatever diet you decide to choose. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, all it is is you both are trying to be healthier. It's just how you
1: choose to be healthier. Right, It comes back to you being you.
0: Yeah. You like I think you can come at the end of the day And like if you really talk to someone You'd be like I respect you Because you want to be a healthier person It's just what you add on top of that Because it comes religious in some way One of the
1: biggest skills is listening
0: Yeah And that's really what I hope To get across from these things Is this
1: Right
0: We're all the same We're all just trying to figure it out
1: <laughs> Why not work together
0: Yep Team that's what I've always written that In my, a lot of my posts Okay <laughs> Alright dude That's been an hour and a half
1: Wow That's a <laughs> long time That went by fast <laughs> I
0: told you holy moly. <laughs> yep
1: but uh thank you for having me of
0: course dude there's always room for round two and as as before when we are we'll setting this up uh we'll try to get you and Wyatt on at the same time maybe D. Martin will come on at some point that'd be cool
1: uh, I'll send him this podcast
0: yeah for sure yeah he'll do a, you can give him my email or whatever we can figure it out
1: well thank you
0: alright man I appreciate it till next time everybody get enough Thank you all for listening to this episode of Feeding Curiosity. I hope you all learned something or at least got you thinking. If you want to dive in deeper, please head over to feedingcuriosity.net to find related links or just more podcasts and blogs that we posted there. On top of this, please consider subscribing to our newsletter to stay up to date on the latest happenings on the website. Thank you all for joining me one more time, and we'll catch you all in the next episode.